Hey guys, uh, welcome back to uh, Football Update. How is everyone going? This is Andy. And this is Robin. I'm doing good. How about you, Andy? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, to start, guys, uh, sorry about the uh, brief break. Uh, we had, mm-hmm. had some personal things come up, but uh, this week mm-hmm. is special. We're going to do uh, two episodes this week. This week, mm-hmm. uh, Today's episode is going to be a quick recap of the past week's games and uh, looking on to week seven, and mm-hmm. then... On Friday, we're going to be recording uh, the state of the NFL this far into the four or five weeks, or I'm sorry, five, six weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, what we expect maybe in the next weeks to come, and mm-hmm. uh, talk in depth about the Bills, of course, that's our favorite team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, starting with Thursday's game, uh, unfortunately, uh, Bezos did not, <laughs> after the Broncos, uh, yeah, Broncos Colts game. Yeah. The previous week, uh, they kind of had, had another snooze fest with mm. the Commanders Bears, uh, yeah. mm. and a lot of people were criticizing Justin Fields. And there are some things I can understand, but at the same time, I don't. Know, I, I just think that the, the the new again, they're a young team yeah. kind of rebuilding right now. But they're not, I don't think they're really using him to the best of his potential at the moment. Yeah, and those receivers, uh, Mooney dropped a touchdown at the very end and then ishmar smith marset um week before he um they come back from 21 to 3 he um and they take the lead then the vikings take it back and on the drive to hopefully tie it he fumbles and then this week they have a fourth and long and fields throws it to him on fourth and 16 and he drops it so yeah he made some mistakes but those young receivers and that old line it just did not help him very much and just look at our guy Josh, you know, mm-hmm. as I say, Rome's not built in a day, yeah. you know. And, mm-hmm. it, and I just feel bad for young quarterbacks now yeah. because it's just you have so many quarterbacks that can just mm-hmm. plug in and they, they'll do great. But, you know, mm-hmm. some people it takes time. Yeah. And yeah. Like, uh, again, it's still early in the year, but, you know, I think mm-hmm. Tua's made some good strides this year before he got injured. And that, mm-hmm. This is his third year, if yeah. I recall. Yep, yeah. yeah, his third year. Uh, I will say I am blessed we have this game because I've never seen Ron Rivera that mad. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that, great. That was exciting. Yeah. That like we have, I don't think there has been a, that good of a like a coach outburst <laughs> in a long time. Like yeah. back in the two thousands when we were you know kids and teenagers, mm. Robin, we had all those great the Bears who we thought they were. Yep, Dennis Green. Uh, yep, the late great Dennis Green. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, play to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herm Edwards, Herman, yeah. Herm Edwards, yep. And then, uh, obviously, a couple of them, not, I just can't forget, uh, remember at this moment. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it's just that which makes the sports great. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, going to the uh, Sunday games, uh, the Steelers at home pulled mm-hmm. up a great upset. You know, I don't like the Buccaneers because uh, Brady's playing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think Kenny Pickett has a bright future. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a pretty pretty exciting game you know a nice you know a nice uh nice upset and mm-hmm. i think the steelers can still uh, somehow get eight uh maybe end the season of eight or nine wins at yeah let's see it and had tip to mitch trubisky for coming in after Pickett oh, oh, yes, got the concussion and he made a few good plays in that one too after being benched and another highlight is you saw Brady, I believe it was right before half, like yeah. <laughs> letting his <laughs> letting his O line mm. have it. That yeah. that was uh that was uh 
pretty, pretty interesting. And uh, yeah. Brady, unfortunately, uh, I believe it was either yesterday or Sunday. Mm. Again, I, I don't think he was trying to say he was his job is as tough as being in the military. But yeah. I, I mm. don't think he, sh- he, she, he uh, was saying that uh, playing in the NFL is like uh, going away on yeah. deployment. And, and again, yes, it is hard to be a father when yeah. you're playing football, but might have used a different choice of words. I yeah, say. yeah, a different analogy, yeah. Uh, so just quickly on the Bucks, Robin, do you do you think just because how bad the South is, do you think they can still mm. they are they are three and three? Yeah. You know, they, I, do you think there's a still a strong chance they can sneak they can win the division? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Saints are beat up pretty much everywhere, and this week, you know, they're on a short week, so they could go to two and five, or they they could win. But I mean, Atlanta is six and zero against the spread, three and three overall, but. They've seemed to have overachieved week after week, um, so they can maybe do something. But the Buccaneers, even though the defense has been a little off these past two, three games, they're still top five defense, um, at least in the analytics. So, um, And they have a ton of receiver talent that's coming back, Chris Godwin getting back healthy. But it was bizarre that he got back healthy. Um, Gage was there, and so was Mike Evans. And against the Steelers, secondary downs, top three corners, no Minka Fitzpatrick, no T.J. Watt, and they could only get 18 points. That that seemed a little bizarre, but, you know, uh, they could bring it back together, but I'm not sure they're the juggernaut that they were the past two years and get into the playoffs as a division winner, but I don't see them as huge contenders yet, but maybe they can put it back together. Yeah, part of me kind of wants us to face them in the Super Bowl with the Bills just to slay the dragon. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like, do you want to roll those dice of having the, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the story yeah. of Brady beating us another another time? Yeah. Uh, mm. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch the NFC South in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the South, uh, mm-hmm. if I, I, I believe the four, they were in Atlanta, if I'm correct, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised by Marcus mm. Mariota. Like he, this mm. might have been one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Yep, just running and throwing the ball. And, um, you know, they, didn't ha- they haven't had Cordell pass in the past two games, but Mariota's been able to run it really well, and the defense is playing better than expected. And, and Arthur Smith's done a pretty good job since the early portion of the season not starting off very well. And, again, 6-0 against the spread, so every single game they're – playing better than you expect. And then do you, do you think this is just an off off uh, an off an week for San Fran, or what do you think is happening? With I mean, they're down so many. Like Trent Williams is out. Nick Bosa's been out. Um, they lost one of their best con- corners, Emmanuel Mosley. But I do want to see real quick what their schedule is, because I know their next one, you know, they got Kansas City, the Rams, Chargers, um, Cardinals, Dolphins, Saints. Those are like among their next six games. So they're yeah, three Kansas and three. City, yeah, like Kansas City is uh, this upcoming week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are they going to well, – do you think they'll be able to get any of them back yet? or what, uh, Maybe a few of the defensive people. I don't. I mean, Williams is still maybe a couple weeks away. Um, so, I mean, last year they did start three and five and ended up in the NFC title game. So um, yeah, it could their, be – Yeah, their division is not doing well this – right now this year so even if they lose mm-hmm. a couple I think 
you're right. They can probably yeah. make a comeback. Uh, sad to see Bosa go. Uh, he's an Ohio State guy. Yeah, but and, I think uh, he'll come back at some point, but yeah. So it's, uh, you know, just it's feel bad to see players get mm. go down and get injured, but that's the, that's, you know, unfortunately mm. the sport you play. Yeah. And uh, the Patriots, uh, mm. very surprised. Do you think Bill Belichick has found his next uh, Tom Brady with uh, Zappi? Zappi. Uh, I mean, I feel like Zappi's doing what Mac Jones was at the beginning of the year, which is just taking what the defense gives him but also making pretty great throws um, when needed. And it's been an interesting year for them because do you take what they've done the last two games as super serious because it is the Browns and the Lions um, after all? But, um, and they're dealing doing this with, you know, Kendrick Bourne having been benched some of the year, uh, Nelson Aguilar not getting in. But the rookie class has come in like, we have Zappy, Cole Strange, the first-round guard that we thought was a bit high. He's been really good. Uh, they just had the receiver Tyquan Thorne score a couple touchdowns in his first uh, regular season game. So, And then at corner, they lose J.C. Jackson, and he goes to the Chargers, and he's been pretty much free agent bust to start out. And they got a couple rookie corners, Jack and Marcus Jones, who have played really well. So... Um, they've done a surprisingly good job since starting the year one and three. Um, I don't know if there is a QB controversy. It would make things kind of interesting, but they've done a good job recently of taking, you know, some of the young talent that in the drafts that previous years they didn't hit on picks. And now they're last year or so hitting on picks and doing pretty well. The two tight ends, they put big money in and other two receivers. Eh, but overall they, they're, team you do not check a win off of which you thought could be the case this year and i'll say this if there's any head coach slash gm that would mm. totally don't care if you're a first round pick it's bill billage <laughs> yeah so i i can honestly i'm not saying he's gonna bench mac jones mm. right away but i i being that he is the emperor yeah mm. he plays fourth dimension chess i can really see him have them pit against each other. Yeah. Uh, staying in the uh, AFC East, the mm. Jets. Like, mm. I I don't know what is going on with the, <laughs> with the New York City teams. They have, I mean, in a good way. They are finally turning things around. And yeah. uh, I mean, I always like Robert Sala. You mm. know, he was always a solid coach. And I and I think I said like I always say the same. Well, some, I mean, look look at the Bills five years ago. You know, yeah. People, mm. Sean McDermott uh, was also a defensive coordinator, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, unknown. And, and again, it's too early to tell you to say they're a new dynasty mm-hmm. team. You know, mm-hmm. I, I hope not, but I mm-hmm. there's some good pieces there. And uh, to just, I know that pa- even if the Packers are playing rough, to go into mm-hmm. yeah into Lambeau Field yep. and show show them up that that is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, and we haven't had a great. He's won all three games. We haven't had a great Zach Wilson game. I mean, that 10-point comeback in the Steelers was impressive with all the struggles he had early, but last couple of games, and since week three, especially, uh, Brees Hall leads all running backs, I believe, in scrimmage yards. So he's been, you know, an offensive rookie of the year candidate the way that he's played. And I thought he would be great from the beginning, but he's really stepped up these last two games. Um, so him and Michael Carter in the backfield, Quinn Williams has been great. Um, and the rookie corner, Sauce Gardner, him and 
DJ Rita corner have been outstanding. And they're a team that, if they put the offense together, they're scaring the AFC right now. I don't know where the, where the passing offense is because Elijah Moore is a talented receiver, didn't get any targets. Gil Wilson slowed down a bit. They still have Corey Davis. Braxton Berrios had a touchdown on a reverse. He's had a couple this year. So in terms of, you know, four wide receiver sets on a team, they got about as good as any in the league right now. But for whatever reason, they're not um, getting the ball and making plays. But so far, they've been able to win without that. Um, But I think later in the season, especially soon, they're going to need that to, um, if they want to, you know, compete in the division and solidify a playoff spot but they are a great surprise team for now absolutely and uh the one thing that truly uh i apologize guys i lost my train of thought uh oh i remember i was gonna say so uh, the interesting Mm. their big test i really think is going to be against the bills in two weeks like they're, Mm. they're playing denver yeah and unless Denver changes something, that's going to be a good a win for them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, part of me, again, I, I don't deny talent. And mm. I'm just an old school kind of, my, my dad was raised on mm. like the tough, the common man kind of player. Not a big, mm. not a huge fan of the showboaters, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just really interested in what he's going to say about the Bills. Mm. The week they're playing. But uh, yeah. it's going to be a very fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, do you think it's the it's the end of this? Basically, the Packers can't adjust, or do you think they just need another year to get more talent in, or what do you think the Packers have to do? It really depends on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do, because he could retire, and they're stuck with some, I believe, some sort of pretty big dead cap charge if he retired. Um, but I mean, I would think he'd start try and keep playing through that contract that three-year guarantee and then that fourth-year option. Um, but, you know, Alan Lazard's their number one. He's not a real number one. Sammy Watson's been banged up. He's coming back soon. But then now Randall Cobb gets hurt. Um, there's rumors they might go after receiver, Chase Claypool, Odell Beckham. Um, I mean, they need whatever they can, but they also, for a reason, aren't the tough team in the run game that they were in past years. And that defense that, I felt like had top five defensive talent on it has not played up to that, especially in the second half of games. Um, so it could very well be the end of them owning that NFC North with what Minnesota's done. Um, could they still sneak in in the playoffs? But it is early. They could make a run at the division too. But if they didn't, could they be a sneaky team in the wild card just because you have Rodgers and those running backs? Maybe. But it's not looking great for them right now. And, you know, a couple weeks from now, they got a game up here in Buffalo, which will be interesting. Yeah, then uh, we're going down to the AFC South rivalry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indianapolis at the Jaguars. Uh, Mm -hmm. Again, I'm always a big fan of the Colts. I grew up watching Peyton. I love Frank Mm -hmm. Wright. It could be too early to say. But I I was saying a a few weeks ago that Mm -hmm. uh, when he – debuted as the head coach i believe they were mm-hmm. one and six yeah. or two and five or something like that he turned the team around and they made the playoffs mm-hmm. uh this was quite a pleasant surprising <laughs> excuse mm-hmm. me uh surprise without jonathan taylor yeah mm-hmm. I-, I thought without jonathan taylor I-, I didn't think they could win the game but yeah. pleasantly surprised you know 
pretty up good points. Uh, and I'll say this: one thing it does. Take, some people are criticizing the Jaguars that they're mm. a, a trash team. Is like they're, they've been putting up. Mm. I think, with the exception of one game, they've still been putting up good points in every mm. single game. Yeah, they're a very young team. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a very, I think, very good football for both teams. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're the Jaguars are missing that one receiver that I mean Christian Kirk and Zay Jones can make some plays in a short passing game but they're missing that guy the one guy you can just throw it up to and he can make a play um so where they get that free agency or the draft or at the trade deadline I don't know but I feel like they're that type player away from being a playoff type team and maybe a couple other pieces um the Colts again they were able to overcome no Jonathan Taylor and no Naheem Hines and did a really good job. Um, it started, you know, down 14 zip and you're like, ugh, offense doesn't look good. Matty Ryan's looking bad again. And he responded really well. Um, Alec Pierce has been a really good number two and Michael Pittman starting to be that number one for them. All of a sudden you got like a nice um, receiver duo, which you haven't had in past years. So, um, and their defense has been really so- solid and, in the fourth quarter of games, they shut people down. And Svon Gilmer with a career resurgence, DeForest Buckner um, getting pressure. They're a team that could win the AFC South, but um, they got a big divisional matchup. Um, and they basically played all their division games except for one, one or two at this point, which is a weird scheduling quirk. But um, yeah, if they can get through that divisional schedule and keep playing well, they're going to be a team that can in the playoffs, which I did not think the first three, four weeks. And the Matt Ryan looked mm-hmm. like he was back in his MVP mm-hmm. form. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was. He, he did something this week mm-hmm. uh, that he he beat a single game record of Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I know they're talking. I can't remember what it is, uh, but uh, maybe maybe it's his completions. Uh, or not completions, uh, his attempts. He had 58 yeah. attempts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And to, to beat Peyton Manning at his, one of his best single game records, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But uh, yeah, very excited to see both those teams mm-hmm. getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hoping the Colts make it into the South. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a long uh, mm-hmm. about two and a half months of football left to go. So yeah. there's still mm-hmm. still quite a bit to happen. Yeah. Uh, going down to Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Vikings, Dolphins. Uh, third string of the Dolphins got taken out. Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater came back in. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a pretty good game, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 329 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And Tyreek Hill proves why he is one of the three mm-hmm. or four best uh, receivers in the league. 12 receptions, 177 yep. yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook had a good game. I'm happy because I have my fantasy. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, one important thing, Robin, I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about is a little yeah. bit before we get more into the game is uh, I am a very – I know you try to get mm-hmm. as many advantages as you can as your team, but yeah. what the Dolphins are doing is just wrong. They, mm-hmm. uh, there was an image of the, of the different mm-hmm. sides of the field. The temperature yeah. Dolphins, they, they built their stadium in the shade. Mm-hmm. So their sideline was 80 degrees and – Mm-hmm. The Viking sideline was like 120 degrees. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. it, there's a certain level of heat. Like yeah. people, mm-hmm. there was someone. I can't remember how long ago. I think it was back in a one row. Yeah. when a player died. Yeah, Corey Stringer. Yeah, 
Horace Ringer, yes, that's right. And mm-hmm. it's just, yes, you want advantages, but at the same time, that that's just not safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the technology and the preparations for that heat um, by teams is a lot better, but it is a very, um, especially early in the season and in early games, um, a situation that can cause a lot of issues, um, a lot of cramping. The Bills had of that cramping. I mean, it's very similar to a team that has the advantage um, with, you know, cold weather and, you know, they probably don't make the heaters work as well. And then the warm weather team brings their own just to be safe. Um, but I do feel like there is a little bit more of a, definitely a little bit more of a um, health risk in heat than there is in cold weather. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it'll be interesting to see if that ever gets brought up in any of the off-season meetings or anything, to what level you can use that advantage. Yeah, and, and the th- I believe we might have discussed this, but I, mm. I, a few weeks ago I found out that uh, – mm. Uh, well, uh, well, I knew this before a few weeks ago, but like one mm. of the rules in the NFL is you have to give your the mm. uh, the visiting team the same amenities that you have in mm. the field. So uh, yeah. there are those fans that spray water. Or mm. there's, I don't know how it works, but basically yeah. there's like it's kind of like a mist kind of mm. almost like. Yeah. And they they purposely didn't turn theirs on against the Bills mm. because. Yeah. Mm. That gives them an advantage. So I, honestly, I want since we're kind of used to playing in the snow mm. against Miami, I want us to practice all week or two, just not playing with the, the heaters and the seats. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just have them, just ice them out. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, this again, maybe that's just me being a petty fan. But mm. you know, just you just get, you you get angry as things like mm. that. But uh, and but you know, just want to see some good football. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think the Dolphins can readjust and squeak back into the playoffs, or do you think they kind of dug themselves in a hole a little bit? They can definitely get back into the playoff hunt, even in the division, but they have to start winning uh, now. And Tua was number one in QBR in the league, and he, I believe he still is, but he has to keep playing at that level because the defense isn't as strong as, I think, the people who you know were big into Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, because those two have been a little banged up, um, not as good, and then pass rush hasn't been as great. So it felt like a defense whose names of players were a little bit better, more stellar reputation than the actual whole defense. And if you look at that run they had late last year, it was against a lot of mediocre to bad quarterbacks. Um, So against the better competition, um, they definitely have issues. Um... This week against Pittsburgh is an interesting game. Um, I could see it going either way. I do have a feeling of where it could very well go, um, but we can save that for later. But I, that is a game that if they want to get at, back on track as soon as possible, they have to win. Uh, heading down to the Superdome, uh, mm-hmm. the Bengals, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were returned to their uh, – Mm-hmm. national championship game in college and uh if i believe that mm-hmm. which i got to chuckle out uh, mm-hmm. burrow was wearing his uh oh yeah mm-hmm. his uh his national championship jersey and some some people have thought that was odd but like you know mm-hmm. most if it's a playoff jersey maybe wash it but if you if you win a national title or the super bowl mm-hmm. i don't you like you 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 hang that up or you mm-hmm. frame mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. posterity with all the stains on it yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really think the Bengals are starting to really. Mm-hmm. There's some teams that take a little more traction to get going, but I, I think that the Bengals are finally getting their 
groove mm. together. The mm. uh, the offensive line were kind of either rookies or new mm. new things from free agency. It took them a few weeks, but uh, mm-hmm. they're starting to fire on all cylinders again. And they're a very exciting team to watch. Yeah, they for some reason kept it very close in this game. Even with the Saints down, no Alave, no Thomas, and no um, Jarvis Landry, but. At the end of the day, they get a short hitch pass to Jamar Chase, and he breaks the tag and goes all the way to take the lead. So, um, yeah, they've done a pretty good job on defense past few weeks. Um, the lo- blocking's been a lot better. They're using a little bit more of the short passing game. They still haven't found a consistent run game with as talented a back as Joe Mixon is. You'd think they would at this point, um, but... Hopefully they do find it at some point, but they do have, you know, three stud receivers in Burrow um, as the trigger man. So, and uh, Trey Hendrickson's giving them good pass rush. So as long as they keep those things up, they're still in um, good place to compete and maybe win that AFC North. But it's not as strong as a division as we expected, at least right now. Yeah, I, I will say about Joe Mixon, uh, he he's kind of, not as much of a dual threat as someone like mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, but uh, he mm-hmm. got four receptions and a touchdown receiving. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think the Bengals, I could be mistaken, I think the Bengals are kind of similar to the Bills in the fact they have such a good throwing game. Yeah. Maybe they don't focus as much as they should on the, mm-hmm. on the rushing game. Yeah. Like, obviously, don't make it half and half, but, like, make make have a little bit of a better plan, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. But a very, very exciting game. Uh the, the Giants are mm. five and one. I don't think any of us thought no. they would be this good. Uh, mm. Brian Dable, you know, was a good offensive coordinator for us. Yeah, uh, very strong chance in them. I don't. I don't think they're going to win the division. They're no. a good team, but you know, mm. they, you got the Eagles. But I can easily see them uh, being one of the uh, fifth or sixth seed. And uh, on the flip side, the, the Ravens, mm. I don't like. They just cannot hold a lead right now. Yeah. I don't know if that's because all their banged up injuries, but uh, even last year they were having mm. struggles holding ten or point leads. Like, yeah. uh, I think I, I talked about it a few weeks ago yeah. <laughs> when the Bills were playing the Ravens. Uh, after they got the ball, I can't remember if it was an interception or a pick. Mm-hmm. But like it was towards the like when it looked like it was a one sided game in the first quarter, I, I yeah. had to turn the TV off just for mm-hmm. a few minutes just to mm-hmm. <laughs> calm down and relax. But it yeah. it just seems like as talented as the Ravens are, mm-hmm. they cannot just keep a team down. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're missing. You know, like Bateman's been out the past two three games, or much of the past two three games, and without that number one weapon to make a play every once in a while, that when things get stagnant and you can't depend on um, Lamar Jackson or whatever running back is given room to um, do well because of Lamar's abilities, in this case, Kenyon Drake, um, their offense gets a little stagnant. And then, you know, in this last game, they have a 10-point lead, then they allow a touchdown, then they have a weird play where there's, you know, a snap that goes back and Lamar's athletic enough to get it and... Uh, for a reason, he throws, um, you know, downfield, and it's toward the fullback. And he's such a spectacular player that you never want to take that element away. But in that case, you know, um, he gets intercepted, then the Giants score a touchdown, then they force a fumble the next possession, and all of a sudden um, they have the ball to win the game. So it just happened that quick. Um, yeah, it's bizarre a team with 
that great a run game at times. Sometimes it's very inconsistent, but they have, you know, a great enough run that you think they'd be able to just end games. But sometimes you do need that receiver or two to make a play. And uh, right now they don't have that. Um, for a reason, they just um, shoot themselves in the foot. But I do think they are good enough if they fix that issue to um, get into the postseason. But I'm not sure if it's a John Harbaugh issue, if it's a Greg Moe's the offense coordinator issue of why they keep blowing these games. But if it keeps happening this rest of the season, I don't think there's a very good chance that whole much of that staff, if not that whole staff, is um, let go. Wink Martindale, their old off defensive coordinator, excuse me, is now the Giants defensive coordinator, and he's done an outstanding job all season, including against this game. And his familiarity uh, against the Ravens and Lamar Jackson really worked to the Giants' advantage. Absolutely. And uh, do you think uh, Daniel Jones is going to be staying, or do you think... Uh... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Dable might look in the draft to f- possibly find a replacement. Or do you think he found the right system to help uh, Daniel Jones be what the Giants wanted him to be a few years when they got him? I think temporarily he has found the right system for him to succeed. How temporary that is, I don't know. I feel like it'll be a situation where Dable will, you know, want to find as talented a player as Josh Allen. Whether that guy is the draft the next year or two, I'm not sure. I feel like Daniel's Jones, if he gets him in the postseason, um, you know, with limited receivers, they didn't get Wandell Robinson, the rookie back, um, you know, still no Tony or Galladay. Um, but I think what they do is sign him to like a one or two year big money deal, um, bring him back for the starter for the next year or two. But they look to the draft, whether it's first or second round, to get their QB of the future developing for a year or two and then see how well Daniel Jones progresses. And if he keeps elevating, then he might keep that job long-term. But um, I think you kind of have to let the whole season play out um, to see where that goes. But that's my gut feeling right now of what happens if they end up being a fringe playoff team is what you're saying, which I think they, there's a very good chance they do. Yes, and, and uh, before we go to the uh, Panthers-Rams mm. game, I'm just happy to see, uh, mm. very happy to see uh, <clears throat> Saquon Barkley uh, oh, yeah. turn mm-hmm. back to form. So, mm-hmm. very good stuff. Uh, Panthers-Rams, you know, the mm-hmm. Rams got a very good, easy game with the yeah. rebuilding uh, Panthers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the highlight of the game was Robbie Anderson getting kicked <laughs> out. Uh, yeah. so I've heard some rumors that it was by design. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if yeah. that's true. I don't think that's true, but, you know, he was pretty tempered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only critique on the Rams, I have to say, is you guys just, you got to either get some people in free agency or trade some mm-hmm. people in the deadline. But, like, I, I re- I've been watching. It's not even so much Stafford's fault that the lack mm-hmm. of consistency on the offense is he is getting roughed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that offensive line just lost their uh, left tackle, Note Boom, who was there t- after. Um, Andrew Whitworth was there for so many years, so he toys his ACL, so now they're down another tackle there. They've been playing second, third teamers all year. And unless that gets fixed, there's no you know trade deadline or OBJ signing or anything that fixes those issues. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if there's any good linemen on, on the free mm-hmm. market at the moment. 
No. Yeah. So it's just, you know, sometimes it's the, I, mm. do I think, I think maybe in the next year or two they can kind of get back to form, but you know, mm. sometimes you just gotta play with the cards you're dealt, but yep. you know, hey, you guys got a Super Bowl last year, smile. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And they, they can still win that division depending on how things go. Yeah. I mean, Niners have been consistent or healthy, so. And then uh, speaking of their division, mm-hmm. uh, Cardinals Seahawks, uh, kind of an upsetting game for yeah. the Cardinals. I mean, Kyle yeah. Murray, despite the pick, threw 222 yards and mm-hmm. 100 rushing yards. Uh, good news for them. Mm-hmm. They are getting, uh, they just got Robbie Anderson. And yeah. Is it this or next week that, uh, that Hopkins is coming It back? is this week that Hopkins comes back. So his next game is tomorrow against the Saints. Um, they did lose Hollywood Brown for at least five or six weeks, so bringing Robbie Anderson helps quell that for a bit. Um, but and then the rest of the receiving core is Rondale Moore, AJ Green, and another guy or two. But they've been able to somehow keep depth at that receiving core with um, that injury now returned from suspension for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, the Seahawks have mm. been a. Uh quite surprising this year. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought they were going to be tanking, but they're you know, mm-hmm. three and three. Um, I don't think they're going to win the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, anything's possibly, if, if they could make it into the playoffs, I'd say possibly mm-hmm. the seventh seed, but you yeah. know, even if they somehow make it in, they got not just their picks, but they also got the Brown, uh, the Browns, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Broncos picks. Yeah. So, no matter what, I think that the Seahawks are pretty set this year. Yeah, yeah. They and Kenneth Walker stepped right in for Rashad Penny, and there's been little no drop off um, from the second round rookie, so that's been good for them as well. And those two rookie corners, Tariq Wollin and Kobe Bryant, two massive steals. They finally have drafted well after years of um, missing in the draft a ton. Going to the Sunday night game, mm-hmm. uh, Cowboys Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. Sad to say, the Cooper Rush experiment. Well, not, not mm-hmm. an experiment. Uh, you know, just you know, the feel good ride yep. has mm-hmm. kind of ended. But you know, he still played a good game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles have a good. Uh, not mumbling my words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, you know, had played a good game, and they're getting Dak back this yep. week. Uh, Eagles, I'm very happy for. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's been saying that they're uh, they're having a super easy schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember which cowboy said it the previous week. They were saying you haven't played us yet, or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And uh, oh, it was Demarcus yeah, I Lawrence, just, I think. Yes, yes, yep. it was. It was Demarcus Lawrence, and uh, and then look, you got uh, the Eagles. Like, well, I guess we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a pretty pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be pretty exciting to see the Eagles uh, in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have one of the top five easiest schedules down the stretch. So they should be able to... You'd think they're in the driver's seat for the division, the number one seed. Still have to see how things play out. But I like those odds as of right now. The one big concern with them is their offense seems to disappear in the second half of games. So is that a trend that they somehow fix after this upcoming bye week or is that a lingering issue because you know when you're playing the best of the best late in the season in the playoffs that's something that could bite you 
um, if you don't get points in the second half of games and all of a sudden a team's able to creep back in even after you've built up a lead. Absolutely. Mm. And then uh, Cowboys, uh, Mm. I think they they have a chance to, I wouldn't even say turn their series season around. And again, got to give props to Cooper Rush. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll admit, I thought it too. I thought their season Mm. was dead in water with Dak hurt. But, you know, Mm -hmm. Cooper did his job, and he got got his team to... uh, Perform well enough to uh, await mm-hmm. Dak's return, and yeah. if even if they don't get into the, uh, win the division, I, I think they're a lock for the playoffs this year. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I think as decent as Cooper Rush played, Dak's an upgrade. So um, when he gets in, their 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 offense is going to play a little bit better. I think. Absolutely. Uh, uh, going to the Monday night game, mm-hmm. Broncos Chargers. Uh, pre preseason, this would have been a very yeah. exciting game. Now, I think mm-hmm. everyone's t- tired of having yeah. a fourth primetime Broncos game in Ooh. six weeks. And yeah. I think they, they got one more, but I think it's they're probably going to be flexed out when that happens in December. Yeah, uh, Herbert did a not so great game, but I, I think that that relates to his injury. Like he's still. Mm. Uh, healing up. Uh, do yeah. you remember how long an injury like that takes to, uh, if not fully recover, get a little bit better at? Like, I would say about a month, month and a half to two. Um, and he was also playing against, you know, a Denver defense. I know they're two and four, but that Denver defense is... Oh, I forgot about Yeah, that, that defense is not, not to... Yeah. You feel bad for them because they're actually... Mm. They're finally like, guys, we are keeping us in games. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something, and yeah. Russell Wilson had a great first quarter. Then it just panned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's done like forever. Mm-hmm. I I just think this is either going to be a rough year. Yeah. Either get get their groove together towards the end of the season, which I hope. Maybe play a little spoiler for the uh, mm-hmm. for the Chiefs, and not obviously they won't knock them out of the playoffs, but maybe give them a, a loss or two. Because mm-hmm. again, anything's possible in the NFL, but they, they yeah. really need to figure stuff out. Like mm-hmm. I've been hearing today on the radio that like it's a new system that Russell's yeah. you know new to and this or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. again, still plenty of football left to play this season. But I, I think this is going to be a rough year for the Broncos. Yeah, it's really looking like. I mean, Garrett Bowles got hurt left tackle, and that didn't help them with their blitz pickup. Uh, Ronald Darby's hurt, but they're able to kind of survive it. Although the number two rookie corner got thrown on a lot, and there were like three or four penalties against him for as well as he can be. I mean, Pat Sertan's elite corner. Um, Baron Browning stepped in for Randy Gerger. He's been really good in pass rush, and you put him with uh, Bradley Chubb. That's been great. And every single like fourth quarter, I believe they're within three points, and they've only won two of those games. So. Um, the offense has step up in situations, but is it, I mean, Russ, he had the, what injury did he had the shoulder lab, which apparently he had surgery for, and now there's a hammy. I know some people are debating how severe those injuries are. Um, it's really tough to know until the end of the year, um, if, you know, those injuries were fully legit or, you know, or to what extent they were. Um, but. Um, yeah, they're they might finish last in that division if they don't pick things up very soon, and that pick goes to Seattle, as you said. So, yeah, 
I, it's either, I think it's either going to be them or, or uh, mm-hmm. Oakland. Or, I'm sorry, not Oakland, mm-hmm. Vegas. Vegas. Still yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, we saved the best game for last. You know, yeah. I, I wish you could do flexing all, mm-hmm. all throughout the season. Yeah. This, if not Sunday, this should have been a Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. Like, this is the best game of the year so far, in my opinion. Yeah. That's not even me saying as a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm at the point where I'm going to crown this rivalry the next Manning, mm-hmm. Manning Brady. It's just, it is so exciting to watch yeah. him play. I mean, at the same time, my heart, oh, my heart could not take this game. Mm-hmm. And the defense was, for both, both teams' defenses were good, but oh mm-hmm. my God, the Bill defense and. Mm-hmm. We this was the the first game that even though Vaughn did great, mm-hmm. this was the game in my opinion. Like Vaughn, you're the closer, baby. Let's mm-hmm. see what you got. It. And, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he delivered. Uh, mm-hmm. And not taking any away from Taron Johnson for the pick, but oh, yeah. Vaughn and, and uh, Vaughn and Matt really mm-hmm. helped seal that game. And just mm-hmm. I love watching the football. It's just yeah. Mm-hmm. We wait. We lived. Robin for the seventeen-year mm. playout trial. Yes, yeah. mm. it feels good to just be this. <laughs> yeah, good. I don't. What you? What did you feel about this game? Yeah, it was a very interesting game because you know the first three possessions for the Bills, they go right down the field to about the twenty or inside the twenty, and they only come out with those three possessions with three points. And I was kind of thinking at that point, it's like uh, that feels like so many wasted points. You at least want to get nine points and. You have a chance at 21, and you only get three. That um, doesn't look good. And then they're down to their one on third and 13. And then Allen throws a rifle at Gabe Davis and then gets a touchdown to Davis later. All of a sudden, you know, they get to 10-10 at the half, and you're like, okay, as bad as it's been, you know, capitalizing on the offensive production, they're still tied at half. So it's a whole new ball game. And then, you know, the second half's just, crazy back and forth and um you know like you said Von Miller two sacks and one play where he didn't sack Mahomes but he made sure he didn't run for a first down Milano they have a three-man rush with Vaughn um Jordan Phillips another D lineman then they have Milano Spile on the second half and that really um especially that interception play on Mahomes it really sped up his movement sped up his thought process and those last three possessions, they were able to just say no more to Mahomes and got him and that offense off the field. And then they, Allen they made them twice. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. It's yeah. literally fifty mm-hmm. seconds. You just think back to mm-hmm. you know, think oh, back yeah. to the uh, to the, the divisional game last year. Yeah. I wanted to touch on what you said about the uh, mm-hmm. not the sacks that he did, but when he stopped the run for. Patrick and again, mm. he's not as gifted as Josh Runny, but he's still not very elusive. And yeah, mm-hmm. this is why Vaughn might not just a best general, one of the best of all time. Like mm-hmm. any other person would have stopped, yeah, like, would not mm-hmm. have been able to stop Patrick. But he's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna grab your leg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and of course, you know, how can I forget the my my favorite game uh, moment was Josh leaping over. <laughs> oh yeah. It is just like it is just it's it's phenomenal to see this and mm-hmm. just and it just it just feels right back in 06 to o like from mm-hmm. 04 to 2015 just the mm-hmm. even on like and again I'm not taking anything away from Peyton but it just 
Mm. It just feels like the, the when that when that rivalry was at at its peak yeah. in the mid two thousands. It's just mm-hmm. so exciting to see, and mm-hmm. and not taking anything away from Kansas City, but uh, I mm. remember the statistic before the game: if we would have won this game, which we did, we would have a sixty six mm. or sixty eight percent chance yeah. of having the number one seed. But if Kansas City won, they would only have like a 36% chance because they didn't yeah. face another, other number one seeds, you know. Mm. We beat, we got the monkey off our back, yeah. beating Tennessee, mm. we beat the Ravens, we still got to play the Chiefs, but yeah. uh, it, I'm just, as a fan, it's just weird, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the uh, the driver's seat or, mm. uh, you know, I obviously don't cruise, but like, you know, yeah. we're in charge of our own destiny right now, so it just... Mm-hmm. It finally feels like this year, and we got to buy, mm-hmm. and all of our guys get to heal up. And oh, mm-hmm. and, and of course, how can we forget? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Poyer drove 15 Oof. hours, yeah, because he couldn't. He was medically allowed to play, but not medically allowed to fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just... And during a contract year, most people are mm. would not do that. And yeah, I think honestly, I think with how good Brandon Bean is as a wizard mm. in GMing. Yeah, I think by the end of the season, there's somehow a contract's gonna work work out somehow. Yeah, I would love. If there's still a way to have Hyde and Poyer be there, but safeties, you know, they don't last forever. Um, and you're thinking when Micah got hurt, uh, well, this will probably be the last time they play together, or even on the Bills. But there's still a slimmer of a hope there that they find a way to get those two together with Micah recovering, and then you know they gave Poyer a weird. Um, not extension, but incentive contract for this year. So, but they could and, revisit it. Yeah, go ahead. I apologize. Uh, uh, I think that, and like Jordan and Drew Royce and House even said, like that's a nice bridge thing mm-hmm. for the contract. And another yeah. reason I think the contract can be done is Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure would be more than happy to take a small pay cut yeah. this year, mm-hmm. just so we can get some some people mm-hmm. people in to help us with the. Uh, uh, for the trade deadline or some free yeah. agent signings, and uh, that's something we'll discuss more in next week's episode. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the clap, you can't probably can hear me clapping. But Bills, mm-hmm. you know, you did the job. Yeah. I was happy, and don't get me wrong. I personally don't. <laughs> I would hope someone can knock the Chiefs out before they play us, but it, it seems we'll probably play them again. Yeah, in the yeah, and it's a long way to go, but you know, it is a big thing if you can somehow play really well the rest of the year and get that home field but hopefully you get either one of get home field or be as healthy as possible or even get both that would be the ideal scenario but long way to go before then but they made their first few steps toward it and uh, the last few things i want to say first mm. and foremost like i wouldn't even mind if trey's out for another few weeks i want him mm. nice and healthy for the playoff push mm. and then the last thing that kind of ticked me off was mm-hmm. uh as everyone knows the biggest negative fancy on the bills is nick Wright. And, oh yeah and, again, mm-hmm. th- and this is true they, mm-hmm. some yeah. of their better secondary on the chiefs is out and i actually left the comment well yes that is true but yeah. we mm-hmm. also are without tradavius white and mike yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like dude come on let us can't you let us have this yeah this one mm-hmm. thing but you know it is what it is and, yeah yeah Nothing would make me happier than, you know, them finding a way to, you know, like you said, he doesn't, he isn't wrong that they haven't won the playoff game yet, but nothing would make me happier if they did that, but, you know, still a long way to go to that point, but. 
guys, now we're going to quickly go over the, the games coming up this week, starting mm-hmm. with the uh, Thursday night game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, you got New Orleans and Arizona. Mm-hmm. I think with not only Robbie Anderson, but DeAndre Hopkins' uh, mm-hmm. turn and all the injuries the Saints have, I, I I would say it's safe to say that Arizona's going to get this get this win. I think so, too. It. It, because the Saints will be down at least Jarvis and Michael Thomas. Um, there's a couple of, Marcus Lattimore too, so they won't have their number one guy to cover DeAndre Hopkins. But the Cardinals are home. If they lose this one, that's a really bad sign for them trying to get back into this division, as you know, mediocre as that division's been. Absolutely. Uh, excuse me, guys. Um, excuse me. Uh, Cleveland and Baltimore. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, and Cleveland mm-hmm. has still good talent. I, in my opinion, one of the best rushing duos yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. I still think it's at Baltimore. Yep. I think I'm going to go with the, the Ravens on this one. Yeah, me there, too. Again, there's still a chance they could blow it, like they've blown mm-hmm. a few leads, but I, I'm safe to say, I, yeah, yeah, the Ravens go. If they don't win it, though, that's it's going to be panic time in Baltimore, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because again, they're right now mm-hmm. they're tied with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be mistaken, but somewhere it said that they're technically above Cincinnati. I don't know if that's true or not. No, but, no. Uh, yeah, because because Cincinnati won the head to head. Yeah. Uh, Tampa. Has no, uh, nice... Baltimore won the head to head over Cincy. Baltimore won the head. Yep, yep. That is that was oh, on Cincy. Yes. Yep. That's right. I'm, yep. I'm sorry, guys. I no, that's fine. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mind's slipping. Mm. Uh, Tampa and Carolina, I think, mm. you know, again, the, the, the Panthers are uh, mm-hmm. burning everything to the ground right now, so I think this is a good uh, comeback win for yep. uh, Tampa. Yeah, I agree. If they, yeah. if they lose to Carolina, that's... <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's no. going to happen, though. Uh, Atlanta at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. I think, and again, I'm happy that the rape, uh, not the rape, that's another bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, Falcons are doing surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. I still think that it's going to be going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's yeah. finally going to need the groove together. Mm-hmm. They're firing at all cylinders right now. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I think it'll be a close one by Go Cincy, too. Uh, Detroit and Dallas, I think mm. it'll be a close game. Mm-hmm. I feel so oh, so bad for Detroit, but you know, mm. Detroit, I, I think it's a good thing you're not going to win many games mm-hmm. this year, despite how you have so many good pieces. Mm. If It's a good thing for them because that way they can get their pick of the litter mm. for, uh, for the quarterbacks. I know it's a very quarterback-heavy yeah. draft this upcoming year, but you know, with, with Dallas doing so well with their defense and now the, the Dak's coming back, Mm. It's pretty, my opinion, pretty safe bet for uh, pretty safe bet for Dallas. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think the Lions can keep it close, but I mean, if Jared Goff doesn't want that to be a thing, they they gotta start winning some games pretty soon, or else they are gonna look to the future at that position. Yeah, this is this is his last year, if I remember correctly, right? Or is, I think there's last, guaranteed his, year. His last. That's right. It was his yeah. last guaranteed year. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Giants in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is the preseason, I would say this game's a coin toss. Mm-hmm. Both teams pleasantly surprised me, but you know, as good as I think it's gonna be a close game, Jacksonville can put some points on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I just I can't deny the momentum that the Giants are having right now, so I'm going to mm. go with Giants. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be a close one just because the Giants do have a pretty good defense. Um, but I think there's a little bit of an edge in, name not even coaching, but just momentum with the Giants. But it wouldn't shock me if it's a close game the other way and Jacksonville wins, but I would say Giants as of right now with that momentum. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaggers won, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to go with the Giants on yep. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts in, at Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, part of, uh, I think, with uh, how I think they got their stuff together, mm-hmm. and I think with Jonathan Taylor back, I think they got mm-hmm. more momentum, I got a better defense. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the Colts will win, but I won't be surprised if they lose. Uh, yep, yep. Um, I actually think I'm just going to go Tennessee just because Tennessee seems to own that rival for the most part. It is in Nashville. Um, I think Derrick Henry is able to run the ball pretty well. They are missing Traylon Burks, a receiver, but they've been able to, um, kind of win without great receiver production these last three games. So I think they keep that, um, wing streak going. And then, you know, they're solely in first place in that division. Green Bay in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few months ago, I'd have said easily Green mm-hmm. Bay, but it's it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think Green Bay has slightly better talent. And yeah. Also, Carson Wentz is out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure the way that Wentz was playing and the way that you know he can't really do anything with the bad old line with how much he's been beat up and. His mobility has taken a hit these past few years. Um, I don't know if Heineke will really upgrade their play at the position, but at least they'll make it more mobile. But I do think Green Bay is in desperate situation. They find a way to win this one. Yeah, they definitely they definitely need to win this if they mm. want to stay in, uh, in contention with the division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets, another game. You would have thought the opposite. Mm-hmm. Ob- obviously, if this... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at this game, you would have thought that Denver would be four and two, and yeah. the opposite. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, they're not the same old Jets anymore. They're playing yeah. in Denver. Um, I mean, I think the Denver can hold the the defense can hold it to yeah. a close game. But mm-hmm. I mean, I want Denver to prove me wrong, but I I don't see that happening. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Jets. Yeah, without knowing what Russ's injury status is and how bad that hammy will limit him, whether it'll keep him out or limit him entirely if he does play, I'd have to go with Jets right now. But it is in Denver. They have that defense. Um, So it'll be, I think, close, low scoring. As of right now, I'd give the Jets the edge because they've shown they can win that type of game. And Denver's been inconsistent in that arena this year. But if Denver can hit a couple big plays... Um, they could win it, but right now I'd have to go with Jets. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. two of the uh, three one-win teams are playing mm-hmm. against each other, Houston yeah. and Vegas. Uh, I think Vegas has a better has a better overall yeah. roster, mm-hmm. so I, I'm I'm pretty safe in saying that I think that Vegas will win this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think if they keep losing that? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a brain fart right now. McDaniel's. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, the the former mm. offensive coordinator of the Patriots. I yeah, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah, McDaniel's. Yeah, you said that. Mm. <laughs> sorry about that. Mm. Do you think he'll be let go 
soon, or do you think they're going to give him the whole season? I think they'd give him the whole season, but I do think they're the type of team, if they want to make sure he has a second year, they need to go on a run, and they have the ability to do that. Their four losses are one-score losses to... You know, the Chiefs, the, um, like, one-point loss there, you know, um, one-score loss to the Titans, one-score loss to the Chargers, and one-score loss to the Cardinals on a weird fluke play. So I think they can definitely, if they can put together a win, another win, they can be in an AFC with, you know, a lot of middling teams. They can come back right into the mix, but it has to start this weekend. This game, I think, want to get again. There's two and a half months of football mm. left. They can squeak probably into the six or seventh seed, but this mm. is their prove it moment. Yeah. So, because Houston's at the point, they're mm. kind of embracing their the rebuild right now. They're yeah. not really playing mm. for much, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Seattle at the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Chargers have a better team overall. Mm-hmm. I think Herbert's feeling a little better, and you, you've yeah. got Austin Eckler there, so mm. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yeah, same here. I think um, the Los Angeles Chargers do get it done, and then you know at five and two, you know they they're right behind. They could be right behind. They could even be in first place, depending on what um, Chiefs Niners looks like. But even with all the issues they've had with injuries, and you know J.C. Jackson not um, getting it done, does he start re- rebuilding his confidence? Um, out of all, out of a hundred eight corners. Per Pro Football Focus, he's ranked 107 after that huge contract. So he's got to start to get together because there's other corners on that team that can play. Um, so, but I do think the Chargers do get it done. Uh, KC at San Francisco. Uh, mm. At the beginning of the season, I think this would have been a close game, but like you said earlier, mm. of all the injuries San Francisco has, I, I think I'm going to give it to Kansas City. Yeah, I think I gave a small edge to Kansas City. I do think the Niners do have the type of physical team that, when fully healthy, would be able to um, take the ball away from Mahomes, beat him up when he's on the field. But right now, they're just hurting a bunch of spots. And uh, you know, I think you know Jimmy G, if he's forced to make you know be the sole proprietor of their offense, so to speak, he's going to make a mistake or two that's going to leave you scratching your head. Um, so he's more of a great game manager off of great run game and defense. And, you know, as we saw against Atlanta, you know, when he has to do a little bit more, there's a little bit more risk of turnovers. And don't get me wrong, I, I would love nothing more for San Francisco. Yeah, than yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Steelers at Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Again, I might be going with my heart on this because I, I love the Steelers. I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, Watching those because you mm. know, Bills were pretty mediocre yeah. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I might be crazy here, but I think I believe Minka Fitzpatrick is back. Yeah, he should and, be coming uh, back. Yeah, and that defense is pretty stingy. And this is mm. to his first game back. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a tight game. I, I like yeah. what Kenny Pickett's been showing me. Yeah, and it's also at nighttime, so they don't really have the heat advantage. Yeah, I was about to say. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, but I think it's gonna be a close game either way. Yeah, I th- I think Steelers too. They have the leading sack getter in the league now, and Alonzo Highsmith, even without T.J. Watt. Um, not sure if he'll get back anytime soon, but if you can get him back along with Highsmith uh, down the stretch of the season, there they could be a scary um, 
team for anybody, um, even with a rookie quarterback. And, you know, they got three young receivers that can make plays for them. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of feeling Pittsburgh in this one and a close one, too. And Brian Flores, former head coach of the Dolphins, oh, is right. on. Yeah, revenge game. That's right. Yeah, Brian Flores' that. revenge game. Yep, senior defensive assistant for Steelers. So he's going to have knowledge about the Dolphins' defense, about two, about all these things. And as we know, that did not that relationship did not end on the best of terms on either end. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Lastly, you got Chicago at the Patriots. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, the one thing before we get is uh, Mac Jones help you to play yet, or is he still on? I think it's likely that he's not. He's probably like 70 to 80%, and so... Um, and yeah. Z- yeah, as we know, Zappi's played phenomenal so far. So, yeah. Um, so I think the, mm. the Bears are still figuring themselves yeah. out with the new thing, and I just you can't I can't go against Bill Belichick on this one. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got Zappi playing well. Mondre Stevenson's been great with Damon Harris out of the lineup, and then. You know, the rookie Tyquan Thorne, I think he can make a play or two down the field for them in this one, and it is in Foxborough. So, yeah, I'm feeling... I think Chicago can keep it close for at least a half, but I do think New England just has this ability to just, you know, find the perfect game plan to stifle just about anybody, especially young quarterbacks. So, yeah, Patriots, and, you know, they get to 4-3, and three and looking at them like, yeah, they're they're an interesting team again. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow sneak back down. They are the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, that will do it for us today. Uh, this is Andy. Yep, and this is Robin. Right, thank you, guys, and we'll see you guys in our second part of the week uh, on Friday. <laughs>